So, if you're like me this week, has been hard, and you came here today to hear some good news. Jesus has good news for you today. Because in the story that we are about to read, Jesus was entering Jerusalem, a Jerusalem that was divided. In the final week of his life, during the Passover celebration, the city is filled with division. On the one side are the Pharisees, the sort of self-proclaimed leaders of the people, populists, looking for a Messiah to bring freedom from Roman rule. On the other side, the Herodians, at work with Rome, supporting Herod Antipas, son of Herod the Great, the ruler, Jewish ruler of Galilee, who is a puppet and an arm of the Roman Empire. But of course, it's complicated. The Pharisees have to compromise with the Romans in order to get their positions of influence secure. And the Herodians feel they support Jewish interests in supporting a Jewish king, even if he is compromised. And despite their division, they find common cause in opposing Jesus, whose popular acclamation as Messiah makes him the rightful ruler of Israel and thus a thorn in the side of Herod and his supporters, and whose reinterpretation of the law for grace and mercy stumps the Pharisees. And so we read today in Matthew chapter 22, beginning at the 15th verse. Then the Pharisees went and plotted to entrap him in what Jesus said. So they sent their disciples to him, along with the Herodians, saying, Teacher, we know that you are sincere and teach the way of God in accordance with the truth to show deference to no one, that you do not regard people with partiality. Tell us then, what do you think? Is it lawful to pay taxes to the emperor or not? But Jesus, aware of their malice, said, Why are you putting me to the test, you hypocrites? Show me the coin used for the tax. And they brought him a denarius. Then he said to them, Whose head is this? And whose title? They answered, the emperors. Then he said to them, Give therefore to the emperor the things that are the emperor's, and give to God the things that are God's. They were amazed. They left him and went away. The word of God to the people of God. Thanks be to God. The Herodians and the Pharisees believe that they can trap Jesus with a legal question about the hated Roman tax. This is an oppressive tax that takes from the poorest of the empire and lines the coffers of the rich and powerful in Rome. 
According to Raj Nadella, a scholar, the emperors would mint new coins each time a new emperor came to power with their head inscribed and minted onto the coin. They wanted to have their face out there across the empire to remind everyone who was in charge and how far into their lives the emperor reached. The image that Jesus holds up is likely that of Tiberius Augustus, the second emperor of Rome. Augustus wants you to look at that coin and know that you belong to him. If Jesus answers yes, that the tax should be paid, then the Pharisees can accuse him of betraying the people, betraying God, being a blasphemer. But if he answers no, the tax should not be paid, then the Herodians can accuse him of sedition against the government, of working against the emperor, and treason. There is no right answer to the question that they ask. So Jesus changes the question. Are you for the nation or against it? Are you for the people or against them? These are not the right questions. These are not the fundamental theological questions that the Pharisees and the teachers of the law think that they are. The money belongs to Caesar. The tax belongs to him too. Jesus says, who do you belong to? That's the question that matters. Who do you belong to? You are not Caesar's. Fundamentally, you do not belong to a nation or a tribe or a group. The image on the coin is not the image in which you were made. You were minted in the image of God. God has imprinted the very image of Jesus Christ on your life. Jesus reminds them that our hearts our souls and our lives belong to God. And so Jesus says, give to God what is God's. Now that's not very specific, but the church tradition over the years has helped us with that, to know what that means. This is a fundamental statement about stewardship. And we made promises last week as we all reaffirmed our baptismal vows along with Lily as she was baptized and along with Chelsea as she was confirmed and took those vows for herself for the first time. We promised too to give our prayers every day. We promised to give our presence 
to show up for worship, whether it's online or in person, to show up for our service events, to show up for fellowship, to show up with your brothers and sisters, to be present. We promised to give our gifts, which biblically means your money, your tithe, 10% of your income given to the church plus any other offering that you can spare to help the needy and the help and excuse me help the needy and the poor among us that is what gifts means and to give your service to give your talents to give your time to give your skills to the community and to us and to give your witness in mission to the world these are the promises of the specifics of what we promise in giving yourself to God. I'm going to take a sip here. Sorry. And Jesus isn't just talking about your church life. Jesus is talking about your whole life. Giving to God what is God's goes beyond these walls and this place. You see, are you for the president or are you against the president? Are you for the country or are you against the country? Are you for the people or are you against the people? These are not the right questions. Because you do not belong to a leader or a nation or a government. You do not belong to a political party. You have been minted in the image of God. You belong to Jesus Christ. And that is where you need to give your life. You have been marked with the cross of Christ, sealed with the Holy Spirit. You belong to God. You do not belong to the world. So do not give yourself to violence when you have been marked for peace. Do not give yourself to misinformation and lies when you have been marked for truth. Do not give yourself to divisiveness and hatred when you have been marked for peace and love. Do not give yourself to despair when you have been marked for hope, do not give yourself to fear when you have been marked for faith. Do not give yourself to the things of, these world, of this world because it doesn't matter who the president is. You can still give yourself to God. See, the people that Jesus was talking to, that he was holding up that coin for, they lived under an autocratic dictatorship who would soon start to kill them as they gave themselves to God. And they still did it. There are people in the world today, across the world, in countries like China, where you can be killed for giving yourself to God. And people still do it. You do not belong to this world. You do not belong to this government. 
They can take away our position of power. They can take away our authority in the moral world. They can take away our money. They can take away our strength, our endowment. They can take away our building. They can take everything away from us. But you cannot stop giving yourself to God. They cannot stop you. They can take away your life. But you are marked in Jesus Christ to live forever. You will be resurrected. You will see each other again and we will all worship together in peace and love and harmony and unity reigning with Jesus Christ, God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. So lift up your heads, have faith, and give to God what is God's. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen.